This call may be recorded or transcribed.
Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Rochelle, your hostess. Happy Thursday. Has anyone joined the call and would like to say good morning? Good morning, Rochelle. This is Sister Lisa. Hey, hey, happy Thursday to you. And I have a praise report. They found my granddaughter in her friend.
Hey, sis. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Hey, let me let me say good morning to y'all, and then shout out my husband. It's his birthday. Hallelujah. I'm just hey, grateful for hey, him. Hey. God giving him 54 years. That's a blessing. Y'all know folks dropping. So on, shout out my husband. Happy birthday, baby. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> Oh, Didi, you just can't catch a break around us, huh? <laughs> you know, you know. Okay. It's good, though. It's good. It is. It's all good. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Rochelle, who's joined the call. Good morning. It's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday to you, too, Rochelle. Have a wonderful and blessed day. You, too. So God Thank be the glory. You. Amen. <laughs> Good morning. This is Juanita. Happy Thursday. Good, good morning, sis. Happy Thursday. How are you feeling? I wanted to text you yesterday. How are you? Um, this, I'm getting better. I'm getting better. Yeah. Thanks, Hi. Pastor. Yes. yes, let's proclaim it. And don't matter what it looks like. It ain't what it is because he's still a healer. It takes mm-hmm. us time to process it. Yeah, let's receive it in Jesus' name. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Declare Victory. Who's joined the call this morning? Good morning, Danette has joined the call. Happy well, Thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. Happy Thursday. Yes. Good morning. It's Krishanda. Happy Thursday. God bless you all. Love you. Love you too. Good morning, Krishanda Songbirds. Mm-hmm. La 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 la. Right, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all you people. Yes, hallelujah. We are grateful today. I know there's someone else that just want to say good morning, hello with the Ruhas that God has blessed us with once again, another day to give Him all the glory, to thank Him. For the marvelous things that he has done, that he will do, that he's going to do in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I'm excited this morning just for a new day. Yes, ma'am. It's Didi again. I I meant to ask you guys to just be in prayer for my mother in love, um, Mrs. Felder. If you just call her out for healing, I'd appreciate it. Of course. We're going to call her Mother Field. Has anyone else yes. joined the call before we get started? Okay, I got you, Dee All right, if there's no one else that joined the call, uh-oh. Good morning, this is PR. Good morning, PR. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. We could go ahead and put our phones on mute as we proceed with the call. Is there anyone else that wants to say good morning while I get this script together for some reason? Give me one second, y'all. Okay, let's do this. 
Let me get one more good morning while I'm uh, looking for something real quick. Sorry for the silence, y'all. I was just trying to get to the script, which my phone, I try to do it from memory. So if we can all put our phones on mute before we move forward, I ask that you put your phones on mute. Good morning. I am Rochelle. I am your hostess. And we can place our phones on mute. I'll help you out there. We are a prayer call. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard, 8 a.m. Central Standard, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to continue continue joining us throughout the month of September, where our theme for the month is disruption. All declarations will focus on the disruption on ourselves, others, and items that are out of the will of God and his word. There is one announcement tonight. Join us tonight here, Thursday night, for Women's Call with Lisa Porter. It's called Walk It Out. We will be going through the book, Emotionally Healthy Spirituality by Peter Schizero. Hmm. It's impossible to be emotionally healthy while being immature. I'm going off mine, y'all, but the book is good. Um, and please Wait, can, I, can I ask what time is that? It's at 6 o'clock. Okay. 6 thank p.m. You. by dialing the same number. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, here by dialing the same number. Um, it's a women's call, and you could join us. Uh, let's see. There are no prayer requests submitted by the app, but we have an awesome prayer request. We have been praying for um, Michaela. Hey, hey, Lisa's granddaughter. She was returned home safely. So to God be the glory. Thank God for answering prayers. We also have a praise report. If we can put our phones on mute, that would be so helpful. Thank you. Happy birthday to Maddie, which is Dee Dee's husband. And we're also lifting up Mother Felder um, for her healing. The order of the call, prayer and corporate praise. Hold on, y'all can't get to the script. So prayer and corporate praise will be brought to you by Ms. Barbara, and the declaration will be brought to you by Angela. I'll repeat the, call, repeat the order of the call. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought to you by Ms. Barbara, and declaration will be brought to you by Angela. The script, uh, the scripture for today, Galatians 6, verse 8, for the one who sows to his own flesh will will from the flesh reap corruption, corruption, but the one who sows to the spirit will from the spirit reap eternal life. I'll read that once more. Galatians 6 and 8. For the one who sows to his own flesh will from the flesh reap corruption, 
but the one who sows to the spirit will from the spirit reap eternal life. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. As we continue to put our phones on mute, I now pass the call to the prayer warrior. Have a blessed day. It's in your hands, Ms. Barbara. Most gracious Heavenly Father, we come to you once again this morning, Lord. First of all, just thanking you for allowing us to wake up to see another day, Lord, allowing us to be on this call. Lord, I just praise you for our praise report about Leisha's granddaughter, Lord. Thank you, Father, for um, allowing her to be found safe, Lord. And I just lift up all the other children that are lost. And even though they may not physically be lost, but they may be mentally lost. I lift them up to you, Lord, asking you to touch with your healing hand, Father. Lord, I just lift up Mother Felder to you, Lord, just thanking you for her, Lord, asking you to put a hedge around her, Lord. Touch it from the top of her head to the soles of her feet, Lord Jesus. I just ask you to touch it with your healing hand. Lord, I lift up Dee and her husband, Lord. Happy birthday, Maddie. I lift those up to you, Father asking you to give them the strength they need to be supported from Mother Felder, Lord. Father, I'm just thanking you in advance for what I know you're already doing and working on in her body, Lord Jesus. Lord, I lift up our children to you, Lord, as they're going back to school. And I just ask that you help these children with this bullying issue that's going on, Lord. We plead the blood of Jesus over each child that is in school right now, Lord. Lord, I lift up our firemen to you and our policemen and our our lawyers and our um, governors and our mayors and just all those officials, Lord, that um, supposedly <laughs> running this country, Lord. I just ask you to touch them with your your healing hand, Lord, your I thank you for your mercy and your grace and your love, Lord Jesus. I lift up this call to you, Lord, thanking you for this um, this outlet for some of us, Lord. It's a lifeline, Lord, and we just thank you for um, Dion's obedience, Lord Jesus. I lift her up and her family to you, Lord, thanking you for her and her just her her encouragement, Lord Jesus. I lift up those that work behind the scenes during this call, Lord, because. It can't be done without those helpers also, Lord. I lift up our declares to you, Lord, and our prayer warriors to you, Lord, and just our different calls that we have, Lord. I lift up Lisa supported to you, Lord, asking you tonight that something be said that will touch a woman and help her to um, have it easier in life, Lord, realizing that we cannot make it in this world without you, Lord Jesus. We all need you, Lord Jesus. Either we're in a storm, or we going through a storm, or we just got out of a storm, Lord. I just thank you, Father, for your grace and your mercy, Lord Jesus. How you, how you just so gracious to us, Lord. I just praise you this morning, Lord. I thank you for allowing us to wake up, because, Lord, somebody didn't wake up last night, Lord Jesus. And I just lift that family up to you, Lord. I lift up those that are in bereavement right now, Lord. Asking you to comfort is only you can comfort, Lord Jesus. I just ask these things as we all take our phones off of mute and continue to praise you, Lord. Thanking you in advance. Lord. Hallelujah. When you 
Asking you, Father, to touch her from the top of her head to the soles of her feet, Lord. Continue to anoint her mind, Lord. Allow something to be said this morning that would encourage somebody, Lord. We just praise you and we just magnify your name, Lord. We just thank you this morning. We are so thankful for you, Lord, where we just honor you and we praise you and we love you, Lord Jesus. I just ask these things in Jesus' name as I pass the call to Angela. Amen. God bless you all this morning. Um, Thank God for another beautiful day. We just thank God for his grace and his mercy. God bless you all. It is your sister, Angela. Thank you so much for the beautiful greeting, all the the beautiful um, people that um, said good morning and the prayer requests that went up and for the um, beautiful prayer that was placed before the Lord this morning. Um, it's an honor to be before God's people, and we want to go into this word of disruption. Um, Father, have your way. I thank you, God, uh, for blessing us this morning. Thank you, Father, for light. Thank you for shining light. Thank you for illuminating. Thank you for opening. Thank you for showing. Thank you for revelation. Father, have your way. Use me, Father, you be glorified. Cause the people to see you, hear you, know you in a better way, in a greater way. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Um, God bless you all this morning. Disruption. Amen. This month um, has been a very pivotal month in our lives here on Declare Victory. Um, if we have allowed the Lord to speak in this topic of disruption, um, I've allowed him to speak. He's um, open to speak. And um, there's times when the Lord will just pour out, show you some things, and reveal to you places where disruption has come in by way of disobedience. And we'll always, always show you uh, way by obedience once your disobedience is found a way of escape. And we thank God for that. We thank God because he's a God of grace. He says, my grace is sufficient regardless of what we're in, regardless. He applies grace to his children and we have to receive it. Um, so this morning, um, even in fine tuning, what I believe the Lord is saying to us all, there was more in my heart cracked open. If we can all just please check our phones. It sounds like someone is driving. Sounds like I just heard a blinker. <laughs> if you could please check your phones, triple check your phones, um, so that um, we can be, there will be no disruption in the call. So um, let's start with, um, we're going to start with Second Kings, um, the fourth chapter. Verses 18 through 36. There's two parts of the Shunammite woman I want to use as a, I don't want to call her a poster child, but a poster woman um, in the area of disruption. So um, just um, just a little dialogue before we jump into that. Um, we want to understand that when we are out of the will of God, 
And at times, it's very obvious. Sometimes we know, man, I know I'm not doing this right. I know I'm out of the will of God. But there are times when we may be hesitant or um, not sure of something and be out of his will unintentionally but still in disobedience, which will cause a disruption in our alignment. So being out of the will of God, either way, if it's known or unknown, God comes with grace. And that's our God. That's who we serve. Out of the will of God. And we um, that disruption comes to correct. Okay. So um, as we are believers and as we have taken God's word and we have eaten his word and we have dived into his word, and even those of us who are new in Christ and may not have dived into his word, I want to reassure you that disruption comes to correct. Disruption comes to reveal. Disruption comes to uh, illuminate. It's not a negative. Things are not a negative when we are in Christ. Okay, so disobedience, wrong choices, as I spoke of before, doubt. Doubt brings in fear, and that is not a place where we can serve. God is in fear and hesitancy and timidness, um, ignoring the unction of God. This is a place where I have found myself um, just a few years ago, knowing that this unction I was feeling on the inside, I, me, my flesh, overrode it. And in turn, it was not the best decision. It wasn't a wrong decision. It was more of a permissible will of God, of God, which in time, because it was not the perfect will and it was his permissible will, there was a road I had to take that was more, that was a bumpier, if I may say that, road and valleys that I would not have had to if it was his perfect will. So ignoring the unctioning of God, disruption. When you feel a pullback and you um, don't do something about it, as I just said, disruption. We um, must get into the place where we hear God for ourselves, regardless of those around us, regardless of the surrounding um, circumstances and peoples and even within our ministries, we have pastors, we have leaders. Um, we must hear God for ourselves and obey God for ourselves, not being in obedience and honor to a fault. God does say give honor where honor is due, and there is protocols and all these type of flesh carnal things um, that can be in our ministries or in our hierarchy of our lives that we would stop and hesitate things with God instead of going full force with God when we know we've heard directly from God, which can cause what? Disruption. So I call these some uh, instructions of our beautiful sister, our beautiful friend, our beautiful girl, the Shunammite woman. So, um, so as I said before, often disruption is needed so that there can be an abrupt eruption. Sometimes we need an abrupt eruption 
which can come from disruption. So I want us to embrace disruption because we have to be able to see it. We have to be able to identify it so that we can be victorious in what God is allowing this disruption to do. So disruption is necessary for the fulfillment of our destiny. Disruption is necessary for the fulfillment of our destiny on any level you want to think of. Disruption. So we all have a destiny. We all have an assignment. We all were sent here to earth with an assignment. So disruption may occur in our lives for various reasons. So let's um, take a look at our um, sister friend here, our friend, the Shunammite powerful woman um, that I've come to um, totally, totally respect. So we're going to start with um, 2 Kings 4 um, and 18, and I'm going to read it um, out of the ESV um, version. Okay. And um, just a little background for those who don't know, um, Elisha had um, prophesied to the Shudamite woman that she would have a son. And this prophecy came to pass, just to shorten the story. But you can go into Second Kings and read the story, Second Kings um, 4, and read the story and, um, and get a, a revelation as the Lord would speak to you. So hey, let's start at 18. And the child grew. And one day he went out to his father, who was in the, with the harvesters. My head, my head, he complained to his father. So the father told a servant, carry him to his mother. After the servant had picked him up and carried him to his mother, the boy sat on her lap until noon, and then he died. And she went up and laid him on the bed of the man of God. Then she shut the door and went out. I want to stop right there and back up just a little bit for those who don't know the story. The man of God she's talking about is Elisha. And I want to bring some clarity here because I don't want anyone to be lost. So Elisha the prophet, she built a house for him. This is a way that he passed by her house as he would go about um, his uh, life in that country, in that little town, I would call it. So she said, um, I want to build a, a, um, a house, like an Airbnb. She created an Airbnb for Elisha, and every time he came by there, she was good to him and blessed him. So he said, look, listen, um, you're going to have a son. She, he actually asked her, what is it that you need? She was like, ah, no, I'm good. But he perceived that in her heart, oh, she doesn't have any kids. She wants a son. So he prophesied to her. And said, um, I, you're going to have a son by this time, um, I believe it said next year. So what she did was when her son died, this is the son that Elisha prophesied to her and said, you will have a son. And so this is the son that she had based on the prophecy of um, the prophet. So when the son died, she went and laid him in the room she had built for Elisha. Okay. So. Um, she shut the door and went out and listen to what she did, because this right here is what a disruption. 
And the woman called her husband and said, please send me one of the servants and one of the donkeys that I may go quickly to the man of God and return. Listen to her husband. Why would you go to him today? He replied, it is not a new moon or a Sabbath. She said, everything is all right. So the husband said, um, there's protocol here. Um, yeah, how, how are you going to go to him? It's not a new moon. It's not Sabbath. It's protocol. And so she's like, everything is okay. Basically, you know, husband and wife, like eye to eye, like, mm -mm, nah, <laughs> everything's all right. You need to let me go and I'll be back. Then she saddled the donkey and told her servant, drive onward. Do not slow the pace for me unless I tell you. So she set out and went to the man of God at Mount Carmel. Number one, she knew where he was. She said to the person on the donkey, now mind you, this is not a paved road. This is not asphalt. This is not even a bulldozed um, way. And she's riding on a donkey, not a um, not a um, a, a, a fine horse. This is not one of the king's horses. This is not a trained horse. This is a donkey. So that's a rough ride. Regardless of what I need to go through and how I need to get there, don't spare me any sympathy. I need you to ride on. Ride on, King Jesus. Take me through it. I am going to get through it to get to where I need to go. So she still in this process of a disruption. She knew where the man of God was. So please keep that, hold that, um, put that on the shelf. When the man of God saw her at a distance, he said to his servant, Gehazi, look, there's the Shunammite woman. Please run out now to meet her and ask her, are you all right? Is your husband all right? Is your child all right? And she answered when he, uh, Gehazi came to her, Everything is all right. When she reached the man of God, number one, she kept going. She didn't stop at Gehazi. She didn't stop at the adjutant. She didn't stop at her pastor. She kept going. And she answered, again, everything is all right. When she reached the man of God at the mountain, she clung to his feet. She fell at his feet. Gehazi came over to push her away as an adjutant would do, as a minister would do, back up, back up, why you here, whatever, what it has to say, and blah, blah, blah. But the man of God said, leave her alone, for her soul is in deep distress. And the Lord, listen, has hidden it from me and has not told me. Then she said, did I ask you for a son, my Lord? Didn't I say, do not deceive me? This is the conversation she had with him when he told her that she was going to have a son. So Elijah said to Gehazi, tie up your garments, take my staff in your hand and go. If you meet anyone, do not greet him. And if anyone greets you, do not even answer him. Then lay my staff on the boy's face. And the mother of the boy said, as surely as the Lord lives and as you live, I will not leave you. So he got up and followed her. Gehazi. So he got up 
and followed her. Gehazi went on ahead of them and laid the staff on the boy's face, but there was no sound and no response. So he went back to meet Elisha and told him, the boy has not awakened. When Elisha reached the house, there was the boy lying dead on his bed. So he went in, closed the door behind the two of them, and prayed to the Lord. Then Elisha got on the bed and lay on the boy, mouth to mouth, eye to eye, hand to hand, as he stretched himself out over him. The boy's body became warm. Elisha turned away and paced back and forth across the room. Then he got on the bed and stretched himself over the boy again, and the boy sneezed seven times and opened his eyes. Elisha summoned Gehazi and said, call the Shunite woman. So he called her, and she came. Then Elisha said, pick up your son. She came in, fell at his feet, and bowed to the ground. Then she picked up her son and went out. When Elisha returned to Gilgal, there was a famine in the land, and we're going to go a little further um, uh, in this story, and we're going to drop down in just a minute. But I want to leave this part of this scripture. When Elisha returned to Gilgal, there was a famine in the land. We're going to stop right there, and we're going to move forward in just a minute. So this disruption caused her to do a few things. She didn't fall apart. She didn't fall out on the ground. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What am I going to do? She didn't go and ask her husband, come in, pray for him, come in and help me. She didn't even follow quote-unquote protocol as to when you can go and see a prophet. Remember, she knew where he was. So she didn't allow this disruption to stop and stall and stagnate her. She didn't go into complaining. She knew, listen, I know what I need to do right now in this disruption. Look at some of the things that she did, okay? So she was not out of alignment by going and breaking protocol. So when something is out of alignment, what? It's like a chiropractor. We need to go and get some things readjusted, right? So you, your back gets cracked, your spine gets realigned, all of those things, and it makes you feel better. Listen to her heart. So when she opened up her mouth and spoke, did she say, I don't know how he's going to live? Did she say to Gehazi, oh, you gave me this child, and now he's dead, and I knew you were not being honest with me last year or a few years ago? What? Dick, what came out of her mouth? She said, it is well in the midst of dis disruption. She also had prompt, swift action, even in the face of what she was dealing with. She exemplified wisdom. She placed her son in the prophet's room not his own room, not her room. 
she went back to the place and the source of inception. She didn't run away from God. She ran to God with the promise, I'm in this disruption. I don't know why I'm in this disruption. I've done everything that I believe I was supposed to do. Thinking back, I'm sure riding on that rough donkey, no, Lord, I created a room for the prophet. I took care of the prophet as he came back and forth, as he bypassed our property. The prophet promised me a son, and a part of this promise didn't come with the death of my son. So she spoke what she desired and believed it was well. It was well to her husband standing in the place of where death was. It is well to Gehazi, the prophet's servant, when he came out to meet her, even though she put up some two fingers and bypassed him. It is well, bruh, I'm gonna go see the prophet. When she got to the prophet, it is well. She needed to speak directly to the prophet for herself. It is well. As one of the, we're going to get into this next part. So as she went and said, it is well, and he came and he laid on that child. And when the breath came back in the child and, and Elisha said to her, here, it is your son. She fell to the floor. She praised God. She thanked God not one time. In the midst of her disruption, did we hear her complain? And that is the major point I want to bring out about disruption. What are we saying when we're faced with disruption? What is the first, and we have to go here, what is the first heart jump? What jump? in your heart. You may get some populations. You may have a, just a little bit of fear, but what thoughts come to your head? Does the thought, it is well, come? Or does the thought, it is not well? This don't look good. This don't look good, but I know you are good. God, this ain't working right, but I know that you can. God, I, I don't know what's going on. I've done every single thing that I'm supposed to do right, and ah, blah, 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 blah. Does that come up first, and then it is well? Look back at this Shunammite woman. Her first word, it is well, in the midst of disruption. She had no clue. No clue. No clue what was going on. So I want to read 2 Kings 8, verse 1 through 6. And this is another result of disruption because we don't know the full benefits. I want to say benefits of disruption. There are so many things God will do to protect us, 
to bring us to a certain point, to separate oil and water, to bring some things in us to the surface, to help us understand him better, to see him better, to allow our lives to be a magnet to others so that others can see him through us. There's many ways that he will do this. And at times, we don't always know the pattern or path that he would take to do it. Remember in his scripture when he says that our ways are not his ways, our thoughts are not his thoughts. It's not that they cannot be. It takes a press in so that his thoughts can be our thoughts and his ways can be our ways. There is a scripture that says that it is the glory of God to conceal a matter, the glory of kings to search out a matter. We can know the next steps. We can know the heart of God. So let's look at this other benefit that came to the Shunammite woman in this area of disruption. Now, she didn't even know this was coming. So let's go to 2 Kings 8 and 1. So now we ended the last scripture when um, the, the word of God says that when Elisha returned to Gilgal, there was a famine in the land. So the, after she went, raised the baby, he went back and a famine began. So in 2 Kings 8 and 1, now Elisha had said to the woman whose son he had restored to life, arise and depart with your household and sojourn wherever you can, for the Lord has called for a famine, and it will come upon the land for seven years. So listen, it's not stated, but had she not, can we see how she's in connection with Elisha? She still has dialogue with him. After this disruption, now he tells her, listen, we're in communication again. I need you. I'm going to let you know there's a famine coming. She's like, okay. So the woman arose and did according to the word of the man of God. She went with her household and sojourned in the land of the Philistines seven years. And at the end of seven years, when the woman returned from the land of the Philistines, she went to appeal to the king for her house and her land. Now, the king was talking with Gehazi. Now, that's a whole, whole nother story right here. The king was talking with Gehazi. <laughs> Gehazi, that dude. The servant of the man of God saying, tell me all the great things Elisha has done. And while he was telling the king how Elisha had restored the dead to life, behold. So let me back up just a little bit to show you how irregular this is. But how disruption and this Shunammite woman kept her eyes on God. She spoke right and her heart was right. She believed right. It is well. Kings don't talk to prophets in this way. Gehazi, his servant, why was he talking with the king? That is irregular. I don't have time to get into it, but if you study that, Gehazi was shady anyway. Gehazi wasn't supposed to be sitting and talking with the king, but because shady Gehazi was, 
he was sitting here talking with the king. So the king is trying to get information from him. But it's all working in the favor of the Shunammite woman. But look at the process of God, which is a blessing because disruption came and look at the blessing. Now the king was talking with Gehazi, the servant of the man of God, saying, tell me the great things that Elisha has done. And while he was telling the king how Elisha had restored the dead to life, he said, wait a minute. Behold, the woman whose son he had restored to life appealed to the king for her house and her land. And Gehazi said, my lord, O king, here is the woman I was telling you about. And here is her son whom Elisha restored to life. And when the king asked the woman, she told him, so the king appointed an official for her saying, restore all that was hers together with all the produce of the fields from the day that she left the land until now. Wow, look, disruption, the blessing, the beauty. This, oh, we don't know how God is protecting us, keeping us, covering us, blessing us. This was one of the results of disruption. Had she not had the heart, had the focus, had the obedience, stepped out of protocol to say it is well, she wouldn't be standing in the position she ended up in. Here are some things as I'm closing, I want to break down real quick. Now, I want to break it down like this so that we can plug in our lives. I'm going to give you four things. And then I'm going to give you the other side of it, or I would say the result of it. And still, we're talking about disruption. There is a seed. Number one is seed. Seed, your seed is your hope what you are hoping for. So you can write seed with like a little equal sign with hope. Number two is dirt. Your dirt is the disruption. What we don't see, that's a clean, smooth move, clean, smooth ride, everything going good, going fine. I gave in the $10,000 line. Oh my God, I was so blessed. I got a gazillion dollar house. All my kids are saved. My life is good. I'm doing ministry. I'm going on no dirt. Put a little equal sign and put disruption. Number three, plant. C-L-A-N-T. Your thinking. What you plant is what you're thinking. So write the word plant. Put a little equal sign and the word thinking. And finally, number four, out of these three, see, dirt, plant, hope, disruption, thinking, number four is fruit. Put a little equal sign and put conclusion, forward slash, result. So disruption starts with a seed. It's down into the dirt, becomes a plant, and it produces fruit for you. So I pray that something was said 
this morning to um, push you a little further into embracing disruption, or even the Lord began to show you areas of disruption that had to happen, regardless if you did something right or wrong, if you want to call it right or wrong, out of the will, in the will of God, so that we could have fruit, which is our conclusion and result. So God bless you. Um, I do want to open it up for those, um, just real quick, that have not um, um, uh, said good morning, and then we'll go into any questions or comments for the next, I guess, about nine minutes, because I do have to have a hard stop at um, 7 a.m. So if you would like to say good morning, please do. Oh, first, is there any um, first-time callers? I do want to start with that. Any first-time callers? No, no, no first-time callers? I'm, I'm not a first-time caller. Okay, hi, no, I'm not a first-time caller, but um, I was I was kind of in and out of sleep the other day, so I really didn't introduce myself properly, but um, I truly apologize. This is Janet. Hi. Okay. Nice to meet you. Hi, Janet, and welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So glad that you are here. Awesome. So am I. In fact, you guys have um, had me in your prayers. I went through some things and um, ended up going to a mental ward. I don't know if, if any of you remember, but um, Pastor Ricky, my mother, Pastor, she um, ha- she put me in your prayer list. So thank you, ladies. Oh, praise very much. God. Praise God. We'll continue to um, keep you in prayer. Amen. Is there anyone else, anyone would like to say good morning um, that did not get a chance to? Good morning, good morning, good morning, top of the morning. This is Miss Sabrina. Um, thankful Thursday. I tapped in late, amen, but I got here. And I just want to thank you, thank everyone on Victory Prayer, amen, and just keep me and my family lifted in prayer and sometimes for me i feel like you keep saying the same thing you keep saying the same thing but this is what i'm going through grief mental illness you know and some other stuff so the smith family the shaw family and the bright family please continue to lift us up in prayer because i do know there's power in prayer amen 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 yes Thank you. Um, is there anyone else who would like to say good morning? Good morning. This is Brittany. I can barely talk. Um, but good morning. Thank you for the word. Good morning. Good morning. God bless you. Good morning. It's Jubilant. Great message. Hey, Jubilant. Praise hey. God. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's Krishanda. Awesome word. God bless you. Amen. God bless you, Cassandra. Good morning. Good morning, Mrs. Mary. God bless you. Good morning. God bless you, Mary. God bless you, Mary. Good morning, Sister Angie Loves Rochelle. If I tell you, Holy Spirit, activate every single time. Thank you for your declaration this morning. You confirmed everything that he talked about, you used it as disruption, but for me, it was confirmation and he'll do just what he said, manifestation. Love you, sis. Love you too. Praise God. 
Praise God. Amen. Amen. Yes. Good morning. Um, is there any more? Good morning. Good morning. Can we go ahead and chime in if anyone has any questions or comments? Yes. I'm sorry, I didn't catch uh, your name. This is Kim. I just wanted to say good morning and thank you for your powerful, powerful teachings. I want to thank everybody on the call, too, who was praying for me uh, with my pneumonia. And it is on its way out. I'm feeling good. But this word was perfect for, for, for me this morning. I'm so grateful to you. Thank you so much. Oh, praise God. Praise God. Amen. Praise God for your complete and total healing with no residuals. Amen. Anyone else? Good morning, Angela. It's Natasha. Thank you so much for your press. Appreciate you. Amen. Praise God, Natasha. Good morning. Anyone else? Hey, it's Moxie. I want to say good morning. I came all late. So I'm definitely going to to the replay. Thank you, sis. God bless. I call someone. God bless you, Roxy. God bless you, too. I was heck of bad. I went, Angela. Hey, Molly, you know you was going to get a lot of beef. Hey. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. Is hey, sis. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Hey, it's Dee Dee. I love you, honey. Yes. Oh, you taught that thing this morning. I'm, you know, I'm at the preschool, mopping and listening and smiling and and just thank you for the reminders. And you said so much. You, you right, shoot the right woman. That's my girl. Um, yeah. But what 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 hit me was when you said, in the midst of it, all of it, her her baby being dead and no complaints, all is well. All as well, and she knew who to go to. Like you said, she didn't she didn't call the prayer line. She didn't call the pastor. She went straight to. So that made that that really made me think about just the last couple of things that I went through. I shared with you guys when Alyssa, my baby was in labor and I couldn't get to the hospital because of COVID. I would call in, but I had to just go to him. So that reminded me of that. Not complaining, yeah. but just trusting him, and that's what we have to do because things are going to happen. But where's our yeah. faith? Because, you know what I mean, we can fall down a wall and complain and, oh, why? No, trust him. No matter what the outcome is, trust him because he, he's God. So I thank you and I love you and I'm always praying for you and those awesome so children. Love yeah. you, <laughs> Praise God. Love you, too. Praying for mom in love, most definitely. Amen. Is there anyone else before we close out? Good morning, woman woman of God. I'm so grateful to be uh, on with you all this morning, and thank you for the reminder. Uh, This has been a phenomenal month. I mean, the speakers were just, I mean, right on point. It helped us to get refocused to what the purpose of our calls are. Thank you so very, very much for your obedience. This, uh, the Shunammite woman is a, a very uh, amazing story. And just to know that God will show up. Thank you for those four points as well. I really praise appreciate God. you. Thank you, woman of God. Oh, praise God. I appreciate you too. Um, I just love this story. It just This story really pushes you. This really pushes you. And I just thank God for it. This really pushes you. 
Angela, it's Rochelle. Yeah. yeah, I just want to say, um, you know, this morning when I thought about when, you know, the Holy Spirit was ministering about prayer, uh, supplication with Thanksgiving. So once you talk to me, you tell me that thing, you trust and you thank, you're thanking me because it's not when he did it, because in the, in the spirit realm, it's already done. Just trusting that he'll do it and we'll see it. But the greatest thing about the Shulamite woman, the, the thing that stood out with me the most, she never confessed anything. She always confessed that it is well from beginning mm-hmm. to the end. It didn't matter what it looked like. She never confessed anything else, but it is well. So her heart posture was from the beginning to end that it is well. She didn't look to the left, look to the right, but she proclaimed that thing. And that was so amazing. That that was that nugget that dropped for me today. So thank you for, for your pressing and for just, just bringing it to clarity. Um, and helping us to help me to see it as one thing is disruption, um, but to receive it as he gave it to me. So God bless you again. I was just so dope today. Yes, praise God. That was mine also. Um, it is well. Amen. That was cream of the crop for me also. Well, I am going to go ahead and um, close out. Um, I just want to um, let you all know we will be here again tomorrow morning, um, which is uh, the 30th, last day in September, um, with disruption. And um, 6 a.m., same number, same call in. We will see you all tomorrow morning. Um, Many blessings to you all. May God cover you, cover your family. May God bless you. May God direct you and guide you. May he go before you in everything that you are doing today. May you be a blessing to someone. Be good to someone today. See someone's need and fulfill it today. Give a kind word to someone as someone would also give a kind word to you. So God bless you all, my brothers and sisters. We love you with the love of Jesus Christ. And we will see you tomorrow morning. Same number. 6 a.m. God bless you all. Have a wonderful day. Amen. God bless everybody. God bless you. Walk it out, women's talk. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Okay. Go ahead, Tosh. Walk it out, women's call tonight, 6 p.m. Same number.